And welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. How are you, sir? I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Oh, no. It's some ass trash booty Ugh, cheeks. Awful. Ass trash booty cheeks. Right off the bat today on the show. Mm, not ideal. It's, I'm, I'm gutting through it, though. I'm like, uh... What in oh. the hell? Come here, come here. Uh, all right, we gotta let this play. I don't know why it restarted. That's okay. That's okay. Remember, you know who Kurt Schilling is? Remember the baseball player yeah. turned racist? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a racist? Ah, uh, no. He's just very outspoken and kind of a dick, so I just assume. Sure. Um, but he, remember in the World Series, he had a bloody sock? Like, he had a, it was an ankle injury or something, and, like, you could see the blood coming through his sock? Gross. Yeah, but it was like, you know, he gutted it out. He was a tough guy. Is that what the announcers were saying? He gutted it out like that. Oh, yeah. They kept the, like every other shot was of a zoom zoom in of his bloody sock. <laughs> but that's how this is. You can't see my tooth, but just know this is a similar performance. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for gutting it out today, Pike. I appreciate it. You do use your mouth a lot. And I appreciate well, that. I think primarily big mouth guy. Um, yeah. Well, Thanks for having me today. Are you feeling good? You look good. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. <laughs> <laughs> you're the other guy on the show. Who else am I going to have? You're the, You're it, dude. What are you talking about? Thanks for having me today. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, thank you. <laughs> That's my favorite thing you've ever said. Thanks for having me today. How are you? Are you good? <laughs> well, I never like to assume. I don't, I don't want to get comfortable. I say that to my wife every day, too. I say, thank, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> the whole marriage thing? Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for having me as your life partner. I appreciate that. Hey, I understand. You lucked out. I am right there with you. I feel the same way about my wife. It's like I don't deserve yeah, I, that I, type of love <laughs> and affection from another person. <laughs> Not at all. Well... You did something right. Yeah, I locked that shit down. That's what I did right. Yeah. I was like, Bleh. "Got her." Now, how how new was she to America when you met her? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you get her right away before she had a chance to kind of, you know? <laughs> I yeah, don't. When I other started guys. dating her, I was like, "Let me take you to a new place called McDonald's," and she's like, "McDonald's." Wow, I've only heard of a McDonald's before, and that's not at all what my, I don't even know what impression that was. My wife does not sound not like your that. wife. Not my wife, no. no. Uh, but that's right when she came off of, you know, the, the hypothetical boat that she did not take here. She definitely flew yeah, on a plane. Didn't ship over? Okay. No, no, no. She, my wife lived in united states first then moved to canada then moved back to the united states so she was well 
She's like a worldly okay. person. She's like a world traveler type person, you know? So oh, like settling on this guy, the meat and potatoes, old Maddie over here. Maybe to a, you or to her, you were exotic. You were something she, she met all these crazy guys overseas and then settled, finds you. It's like, what is this? What is this ordinary man? Man, I would use very loosely, but yes, yes. She met me and she was like, wow, holy shit. This guy, I mean, he just screams stability. I mean, yes. I don't have to worry about this guy cheating on me, running around with the ladies. He tends to repel them <laughs> immediately. So there was no, there was no worry about that, you know? <laughs> Unlike all these other yeah. Latin men that I'm sure she mingled with. She's on the other side of this wall. That's why I'm yelling. <laughs> She's uh. like right over here. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think uh, she had seen a McDonald's for, I think she lived in the United States for, you know, I don't know, six, maybe seven years before she even met me kind of a thing. So well, North America, okay. at least she lived for like six or seven years. And we met in college and this whole thing. So it wasn't like I... It's not like a mail order bride or anything like that. Just because my wife is from Venezuela. Is that the impression you got? Is that what you were thinking? No, it was like a, it was a goof, you know, it was a kind of a joke. Um, Half but joke. I, 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 tr I truly did not know. Like I knew she is from Venezuela. So at some point she came here and I just, I thought maybe it was like a college thing, you know, cause that's common. That came come came for, America college, for college kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 And that's, yeah. and that's where you met her. So. True. So don't be offended and uh, not offended. Okay, not offended. Yeah, let me uh, let me. Oh, first, let me introduce you. That's at Pike Taylor Radio over there, non financial advisor giving non financial advice. At Pike Taylor Radio, hole in the face, gonna get that patched up once the whole thing heals. Just had a, his tooth hole sealed up. We were supposed to do your punishment today, and then yesterday we were talking, and then I was like, let's just do the punishment next week. Pike lost a songwriting competition here on the show. He has to eat an entire jar of mayonnaise on the show. Oh, and yeah. since you have a potentially infected hole in your face, you're on antibiotic. I didn't want to mess with that at all. Okay. I, 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 you're going to die like Bob Marley who broke his toe and then just let it get infected. I'm not going to no death by mayonnaise here on the show. So we're going to make you eat the jar next week. Well, thank you. And today would have been bad. Cause like I said, uh, bloody sock. It doesn't. <laughs> Would not have gone good. <laughs> exactly. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media, and I am also not a financial advisor, giving you no financial advice. Happy to have you here. This is a comedy finance pipe podcast. I don't know. Maybe the first of its kind. I do very little research. Just going to throw that out there, but I'm going to go with it. Maybe the first one ever. Comedy finance, right? I mean, are we yes. on that? And, and that's what we were thinking. So I, w I haven't looked and I don't want to look because anytime you think you have an original idea, it's been done a hundred times. So I'm That's afraid true. to look, look on Apple Podcasts and it's like, you know, there's a thousand of them and freaking, yes, uh, you know, Bill Gates does one. It's like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, I heard it's hilarious too. Good old <laughs> Bill Comedy Chops Gates. So funny, <laughs> that guy. Just riffing, cutting it. Boom, boom, boom. Hitting you with those punchlines left and right. It's that's a fucking roar. Let me tell you, it gets a little wild over there on the Bill Gates comedy finance 
podcast. I like how Bill Gates would have a podcast. Well, he's he, gonna now. If he hears this, he's gonna, oh. you know what? You got. You guys are right. Yeah, you're right. I am funny. Yeah, and just like Bob Marley died of cancer, we're gonna ignore. We're not even gonna do the research. We're just gonna ignore the problem of maybe there's a million of these things in existence, and we're just gonna plow ahead. We're gonna go through the news that matters today. I got uh, information on how you can score a hundred bucks over on Instagram. We'll go over that. Pike Wealth Pillar number four today. This is the one I'm excited about because today we're making cash, bro. Today we're making money. I have been waiting for pillar four, dude. As dumb as wealth pillars is, oh. mm, 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 mm. if you lick you my nipples right now, it would shock you like batteries. It would just, yeah. oh God, I am I am electrified right now. This is my positive and negative points. You know? Oh, look at! I want to latch on. I want to come through the screen and lick your nipples. Mm, That's mm, how, mm. how excited I am. Golly, you want to complete my circuit. I can't wait to tell you mm. about Wealth Pill number four, which we'll get to in a sec. But first, Pike. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Are you a fan of The weekend? Love The weekend. Friday, Saturday. No, hell, Sunday. No, 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 no. Don't mind. WKND. What do you think? I think that I think that was Pharrell, but oh no, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're humming. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, about, yeah, let me tell you about me in the weekend. Uh, you know, I as you know, I work on a like pop radio station, <laughs> yeah. so I hear the weekend no less than forty five thousand times a day. <laughs> So consider that, but I do, yes, I do like him. I think uh, he's very talented. He's got a great voice. He's got a cool vibe, kind of that dancey R&B, which, you know, there's not a ton of. Uh, I, I I do like him, and it seems to me like I got to know him more during the Super Bowl. You know, he did interviews and shit, and he seems like a smart, cool guy. Okay, so he hasn't killed or raped or assaulted <laughs> even any anybody. To my knowledge. So what you're saying is he hasn't ruined it for you. Just give him yeah. time and then he'll he'll commit some atrocity against mankind. And then we'll have to dump the weekend. And then no one can be a fan of the weekend. But until then, we're all fans of a Michael Jackson-esque ripoff. Right? We're fine with that. Just call it what it is. He's clearly influenced by Michael. A little less talent. But since Michael's dead, we're going to just roll with the weekend and be like, it's good. It's fine. Right. We're just pretending like Jif never existed. And we're just rolling with Peter Pan. You know, I, I don't like that. I don't like the line of thinking of like, oh, he's influenced. Well, yeah, of course he was influenced by somebody. And bro, he's in the what new way? Michael Jackson. So, OK, because he, dancing. Basically, basically the pitch of his voice. Is that what what it is? Because otherwise the music. Yeah. Like, Exactly more, the same. Yeah. It's much more modern sounding. Okay, so it's got a high pitched voice. It's got 80 it synthesizers in the beginning of the song. Yeah. I feel like I'm walking through a graveyard and then all of a sudden it's going to go. Bana, bana, <laughs> and then it's like. It's the same synth. It's the same. Synth. He is Michael Jackson. He's diet Michael Jackson. Don't care for that. It's just like saying, you know, 
every band was influenced by this other band. It's like, okay, well, they're at the end of the no, day. No, 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 no. This is where you're wrong. Influence is something different. Replica, clone. Now we're on the same page. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, good for him. If he was able to rip off somebody completely and get this famous from it, then fucking more power to Dude, you. Dude, I am, like I said, I am not, I like The weekend. I'm in. Oh. I'm fine. Play it. It's better than most of the stuff out there right now. I'll be honest. It's better than most of the stuff. I'm in. I'm just yeah, saying, dude, like, you got to okay. know what you're in for. I disagree with everything you said. No. Oh. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Hey, Sparks, let me ask you this. Yeah, boy. If you're on a boat... And a tiger was in the boat, uh, all uh, Life of Pi. Solid movie Which, reference, Pike. I'm impressed. Think I saw it in theaters. In theaters. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Do you think you could muster up the energy to masturbate? Or would you be... a tactic to scare the tiger away or he mistakes it for like a you know piece of raw meat and and attacks you it'll be raw after i'm vigorously done trying to defend myself pike from that tiger and if that's the way to defend myself from that tiger it will look like a raw piece of meat when i'm done (laughs) (laughs) it'll be icky it will be icky yes that is the perfect word to describe it but it's life or so you death. Think, bro. You think you could? Well, I'm not. I wasn't suggesting you would fight him with it. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, you're on this boat. It's been days. You got to do something. Uh, any other circumstance where a guy's alone for that long, it's yeah, it's going to happen. But in this one with the tiger, I don't know. Is the tiger trying to eat me, or is it like a talking tiger? Because I never saw Life of Pi. I, I never saw. It. It's not talking, but so far it's behaved pretty well. So it's like a real tiger, but it's like a. It's like a, uh, uh, what is that? Not Sigmund Freud. That's a different type of tiger completely. <laughs> oh, Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy. Roy. Yeah, Siegfried and Roy. It's like a Siegfried and Roy type tiger. Uh, you don't know. You just know it's a tiger. You kind of like just woke up on this boat. You know, you're not, you don't know his background. Well, if He's the tiger doesn't the talk, hawk. then yeah, dude, no big deal. Okay. If it's just like a pet really? tiger, bro, kidding me? Okay, good for you. I, for one, would be uh, a little nervous. Well, I mean, I would be nervous. I'd turn my back. It's not like I would. It's not like I'd be like Louis C.K., you know. (laughs) I wouldn't walk out and be like, here it is, you know. I'd be like, oh, if I'm going to die, if I'm going to get. First of all, how long are we on this boat? Is it like three days? Yeah. Okay, okay yeah. so you're, 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 you're on your third day. Yeah, we're going to die soon. Okay, and guess who is getting eaten? Me, because that tiger is getting hungry. It's three days. It's behaving now. But I know any second, dude, I'm just going to start turning into a really, really terrible, bony, stringy snack for that tiger. And I'm not going to go out not... Not completely relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go out without yanking it. 
Of course no. not. It's my last second on earth. I'm trapped in a boat. It's like, uh, you know, I don't have my family. I don't have any friends. I don't have a way to contact them. What else is there to do? There's nothing to eat. There's nothing to drink. There's nothing. I mean, what am I? I'm going to conserve energy for what? So I can fight off the tiger? No. I'm going to accept my death eaten by tiger on a tiny dinghy while also accepting my tiny dinghy. <laughs> oh, now, now it's sad. Yeah, well, this is the corner you painted me in. All right. Don't you think you'd have a shot to like a. Uh, if he wasn't looking, like if the tiger was looking off and, and just for boats or whatever, just rush him and shove him off of the boat, and now he's going to drown eventually. He's not going to get back in the boat. Do you have oars? Are we oaring it? Yeah, correct. Oh, you didn't tell me there's oars. I thought I was just floating amongst the sea, and I'm just out there at the, you know, waiting for a current to take me somewhere. Sorry, no. You do have oars. Oh, there's potential weapons on board now, dude. Now I can put the tiger between me and the tiger. (laughs) I can poke it with an oar. Oh, I am 100% bum-rushing this tiger. Putting it in the water. No doubt, putting it in the water. Then I am beating this tiger over the head with this oar whilst it's trying to climb back aboard the, the, the boat. You know, this is so fucking sad because he hasn't to he has not done anything yet. He's just been a sweet tiger, and you're yeah. here you are you know beating what? him over the head. I don't think we should start the show off with killing an endangered species or masturbating in front of it. We are losing any potential financial crowd. <laughs> Good point. I don't want to be on the boat. I love tigers, and I do not like doing that in front of anybody or anything. I even like Stuffed animals or robots. That's a no. I need to be completely alone by myself, right? In a very sad, desperate attempt to feel human again. That's where I'm at, okay? I want to be, just leave me alone. Give me like six seconds and I'll be good. All right? Thank you very much. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's too long. All right. Yeah, it's a little long. Okay, good. All right. Well, now that I've completely ruined my chance to ever become president, let me start by saying comedy financial podcast. We're happy to have you along. We've got to talk about wealth pillar number four. We This is the fourth installation on our series here of the pillars of wealth. And I know I hate that. Pike hates it. Pillars of wealth is What's a super name. Well, it's just so dumb is the thing. <laughs> I like how you've made fun of it for four days and I've hated it for four days, but you haven't come with another suggestion. You haven't pitched a better idea yet. Well, it's a little late. Now it's just we're all in on pillars. You should have asked me before. You just said, hey, I got, I remember your text and said, hey, I got a great idea. And I, I, my mistake, I guess I trusted you. All right. Wealth pillar number four. The first three are, let me go back and recap the first three. The first three, one, budget. That's the holy grail. That's the foundation of everything that you do in finance. Doesn't matter if it's personal finance or corporate finance, whatever kind of finance, it's all about budgeting. How much money do you have to play with, right? Getting those numbers down, putting them in cement, and then sticking to it. Number two, paying off debt. You cannot operate with debt as a person. With a company, obviously, 
corporate structures, they love debt. They love accumulating debt. They operate with debt, whatever. As a human being, bad idea. Get rid of your debt. It's literally sucking your wealth away. You don't want any of it. Number three, saving just enough. You want an emergency fund. You want to have enough liquid capital to pay your bills on time, pay all kinds of stuff, and also save for a future goal, whether that's a house, whether that's a whatever. But again, that's in the budget. You don't put all your money towards the house. You don't put all your money towards uh, like a vacation or a new car. You plan it. I need a new car in two years. I'm going to start saving now X amount of dollars per month. Boom, 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 boom. By the time that two years is up, like clockwork, you have enough money. You take that excess cash, the stuff that you've cut out, all you trim the fat out of your budget, all the shit you don't need, the things you can live without because you're going to improve your life. You're going to make it better. And you put it into pillar number four. That is making more money by investing. Pike, before we begin, what's your idea of wealthy people? Because I really want to establish a clear, a clear, common idea of wealth. What is it to you? Are you asking for a dollar amount? No, I'm asking like, what does the concept of wealth mean to you? Not just a dollar amount. That's an awfully broad question. Yeah, I know. It, it, here's what I did. Tell me if you agree, if you don't agree, and this will help hone okay. it in a little bit. All right. Hone it in. The idea of wealthy, I feel like a lot of people equate it to being greedy, and I don't want to equate wealthy to greed. You can be wealthy and greedy, no doubt in your, you know, yes. But not all wealthy people are greedy, and not all wealthy people have a shit ton of cash. In my opinion, being wealthy is, I'm looking at this just so I don't mess it up, being wealthy is not wanting money for the sake of having money. Being wealthy is to have enough money to pursue your passions or interests without having to worry about cash like for the rest of your life. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting more money, but like you said, it's more of a why and in the you know your personality that changes with it. Yeah. And why we all want. Go ahead. Well, we all want more money, so in a way, we're you know greedy. True. But wealthy people, uh, yeah, you, I think you nailed it. I think you did a fine job. Okay, good. I really tried thinking of a good definition for for wealth, in my opinion. And you can be wealthy. And not have a million dollars in your bank account. Because if you have a constant income stream of, I don't know, let's just say $10,000 a month, you can pay all your bills, you can travel the world, you got no problem paying for your kid's college, car payments. In my opinion, you're wealthy. That's it. But if you're making $10,000 a month cash post-tax, you're making $120,000 a year. That's not, you're not like super rich. You don't, you understand what I mean? But in my opinion, yeah. you don't have to worry about cash ever again. If you live a certain lifestyle below your, in your budget, in your means. So that's what I wanted to bring up. Okay. Because that's, that's the kind of life I'm trying to pursue. And I would encourage other people to pursue if it fits what they want. Now, if you want to drive Lambos and you want to own yachts and you want to bomb small countries, that's your prerogative. I'm not necessarily endor endorsing oh. that. But there are those people those out there. Yeah, yes. exactly. So let's talk about wealth and how you get it, because that's pillar number four, making more money by, here's the key word, investing. 
And the reason you invest is to make more money. You are never going to become wealthy just by trading time for money. So anybody who thinks that they're going to become wealthy by, let's just take take a store. Let's Frank's supermarket and you're working at Frank's supermarket and the there's like a common notion now from like millennials down where everyone's just, yeah, no, I'm going to be rich one day. I'm going to be rich one day. And it's like, really? Because you're working at a supermarket and I'm not knocking people work at a supermarket. You can become rich and still work at a supermarket. You just can't only work at the supermarket. You're never going to get wealthy by trading your time for cash. And that's essentially what you do every single time you go to a job and you clock in. You're trading your time for cash. Does that make sense, Pike? Absolutely. You're right. Got it. You it doesn't got- it's never going to it's never going to grow exponentially, which is exactly. what wealthy people actually, you know, that's basically what happens or needs to happen. It's never going to. You don't have that many hours. You can't you're going to die if you do that. You're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah, just- that's exactly right. Exactly. So what do you have to do? You have to invest. You got to make money when you sleep. Every single wealthy person on planet Earth makes money when they're sleeping. When they're not working, they're still making cash. And that's your goal. Your goal is to get to that. You have to get to that. So this is where investing comes in. Because the faster you can get out of trading your time for money, the faster you're going to become rich. And that, the only way to do it is to invest. Okay, and how do you invest? There's a ton of different ways to invest. We can spend a whole year on just investing. So I'm just going to brush over a lot of topics. If you have any kind of questions, hit me up on Instagram and uh, DM me your question. And we'll love to bring the questions here on the show. But most people go about this whole thing wrong. They think, oh, here's what I can do. I can focus on cutting expenses, living frugally managing my money and doing all this kind of stuff. And that's how I can make more cash. And it's like, no, no, yes, that's easy. That's the easiest way because it's you're you're in control of that. That's the low hanging fruit. But the most efficient way to make money is to either invest in a company, build a business, or somehow buy a piece of that business. And I'll, I'll show you all the ways you can do that from really low risk, easy way to do it, all the way to high risk, lot of money, yet high reward way to do it. And that's what I want to talk about today here on the show, because so many people in the finance world, personal finance world, they think about, oh, if I cut coupons and I go to the store, I could save a bunch of money. It's like, no, 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 no. You know what's easier? Well, it's actually harder, but you know what's better? An easier way to become wealthy faster is to make more money. Stop cutting and just make more cash. How do you make more cash? It's easier said than done. So let's go over some, excuse me, as I burp and almost throw up. I, let's go over some, some ways to do this because the only way to get out of your current situation You can cut, 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 cut. It's going to take forever. You got to make some more cash. The word leverage is a huge leverage in the personal finance world. There's a million different ways to leverage a bunch of different things. Pike, does what does leverage mean to you? What do you, where are you at on it? Well, leverage sparks is, um, it's a physics term. It means to use a lever and 
Uh, financially, I don't know. I don't know. I know how to leverage somebody into uh, doing something. That's one. That's absolutely one. Yep. Like with a with a threat, possibly. Oh, oh no, we're talking about black blackmail, blackmail. extortion. Yeah, yeah. All right, got it. Do Let's, you have any other examples? Maybe I don't think I want to touch on those examples. Uh, I don't want to. I'm big on not incriminating myself, so I'm going to get off this. But I will bring you up in the leverage example. So why don't you tell me, please? The wealthy, anybody who's wealthy. They they have a certain set of skills. And I realize that sounds like the movie Taken. They have a certain set of skills and talents that, you know, you can go to school for a million different things, Pike. You can go and learn a trade. You can go to school for welding until you get on, like, a welder and you have the torch in your hand and you have the mask on. You can read as many books as you want, but until you get in there and do it, you're not going to know how. This, these are the skills. These are the unteachable talents that people have. And what wealthy people do is they leverage these talents to make them more cash. So you got to think of what am I good at? What am I interested in? What do I want to pursue? Get out there, do it, and then don't just do it and think that's the only way to make money. Wealthy people then use that talent to then leverage even more cash out of it rather than just becoming a welder for example then you go on and you teach a welding school because now you have the talent to do that well now you're making money welding and then you're also making money opening a welding school and that's a dumb example that's just with the example that a wealthy person would do they would leverage that talent and knowledge of knowing how to weld into a way to make more cash outside of just sitting there welding metal all day See what I mean? Of course. Yeah, That's what, well, so what you got to think if you're listening to this show and you're like, God, what am I good at? Dude, think about what you're good at. Think about what your passions are. Think about everything that you know. Maybe you're a gamer. Maybe you're, you know, you're, you're a construction worker during the day and then you go home and you play a video game on the computer at night and you've set up all this tech equipment and just to get your stream up and running. Well, then show people how to show uh, set up all your tech equipment and get everything running. Show them what it's like. Ah, see, this is how I avoid drop frames when I'm sitting there doing live streams. Show them how to do all that. That is in that is information that people want. And yeah, there's a million other out there, but maybe they didn't do it right. Maybe they didn't do it as well. Maybe, you know, Bill Gates has a comedy podcast. Maybe his comedy podcast sucks. Right. Does he talk about getting eaten by tigers at the beginning of it? Doubt it. See what I mean? It's you got to do it. Try to create your own thing. And that's how you're leveraging your talent. So start thinking in that mindset, because that is one way before I started getting into personal finance and all that kind of stuff. I never thought about that in my life. I don't think about that. It's hard for me to think like that. I have to like tell myself to think like that. Are you business minded in that sense? No, I'm not. No, I'm the same way. I mean, I do understand that that if you're ever going to like do anything like that, you're right. You have to a be good at it. It has to be something you're good at, but also like passionate about because you're never going to put the time in to create something that way. Unless you genuinely like wake up wanting to, if you're making yourself now, it's just a job, you know? Yeah. You're just punching the clock essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You don't dude. You never, fuck. You never want just to get more and more jobs. That's not the point. The point is to have an end goal. So in my opinion, the point is to never have a job. 
Never feel like, oh, God, this is work. That's the worst feeling in the world. When you're like, fuck. I got to go into work Ready. today. Right. And Off. wanting to leave the second you get there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You never want that. So the, uh, another part of this part of leveraging, the wealthy never do it alone. And this is where I'm bringing you into Pike. Because bring me in. I brought you in. I was like, I got to do, I'm going to, if I'm going to do a show, I got to bring my boy Pike along because he is a, an amazing, seriously, you're an amazing dude with a lot of talent. And these are the people you want to partner up with. Yeah. You're like, got to have him. Uh, he's the only guy that's currently not working that I know. Boom. Uh, so I guess we'll take him. Boom. Exactly. Boy, a- how did things flip on that end too, by the way, unemployed, <laughs> employed, flip it around. What? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, come on. Yeah, now Pike is taking me. This is very nice, Pike. I appreciate it. It's weird. It's like this weird uh, Dom sub situation. It's really flipped itself around. Yeah, speaking of that, I've been meaning to, I got to ask you something about the name of the show. We can talk afterwards if you want, though. Got it. That's that's fair. Very fair. <laughs> so they never go along. So like I like to think of it like, OK, you spend a year working on something as hard as you can to try to do something. Think about how much progress you would make. Now take that same year and have 10 people along with you. The wealthy people in the world always leverage their network, their friends, their partners, business partners, anybody with skills that they think they can apply to whatever business that they're setting out to achieve. Whatever it is, they leverage these networks to try to either make more money for themselves and for the people involved or to create more time, free time for the themselves or the people involved. So start thinking like that because that's how you become wealthy. Once you start letting these topics ruminate in your brain, think about what you can do. And again, it doesn't always have to be teaching or showing or anything. That's just an example. Now, you can always set up a business and hire people to weld 10 things. And now you can check their work because you know what they're doing. And it's not a school. You're actually just opening a business in that kind of sense. Um, let's go back to owning a piece of a business because I know that sounds like, how do I do that? You know what I mean? Now that you've set aside the budget, you've got this excess, excess capital, where, where can I put this? Well, there's a ton of different stuff. Uh, thousands. I mean, this is the part we could spend years on for investing, but we're going to start with the stock market because that's the lowest uh, barrier of entry. It's cheap, cheap to get in the stock market. Okay. It's low risk because you're not putting in a ton of cash and you don't have to do any work. There's no work. So this is why people invest in the stock market and there's a ton of different ways to do it. Uh, You got your 401k at work, right? If they offer a 401k, an IRA, maybe a SEP IRA. What if you're self-employed? Maybe you have a, uh, there's a million different types. Depends on who's your employer from the federal government to a teacher to self-employed. They have a retirement plan out there for you. That's a way to invest in the stock market and also make sure that your tax dollars, uh, you're not getting taxed on that. Okay. That's a tax deferred is what they call it. 401k or if it's a Roth, you pay your, you put in post-tax money into it, and then it grows tax-free when you pull it out. You don't get taxed on it. So we can dive into IRAs and Roths and SEP IRAs and all that at another topic. I don't want to dive too much into it because I'm talking about the stock market in general. 
I would never personally recommend individual stocks like flyers. Do I invest individual stocks? Yes. I invest in uh, maybe a handful, maybe 10 individual stocks, but that is just fun for me. I, only, I don't even consider that investments. I, if it drops, I'm like, ah, it dropped. I like the companies. I like the stocks. I throw money into it. If it goes up, it goes down. That's play money. That's all I would recommend for individual stocks. If you're going to seriously invest in the stock market, index funds are a great way to go. Again, cheap ETFs, total stock market index. You got companies like Charles Schwab, Fidelity, Vanguard are all great low cost. Again, we'll dive more into this in later episodes, but that's why people invest in the stock market. Because essentially, you're investing, a stock is a piece of company, piece of the company, and you're investing in that company. And guess what? Everyone else is doing the work. And you just are a tiny little owner of that company. So if, they, if you like the company and the company keeps working hard, then the stock should go up because the company should become more profitable. With index funds, you can buy thousands of companies, literally thousands of companies. And if one company goes down, other company goes up, you start averaging. You start averaging the actual you're you're essentially you're betting on the American economy. If you're investing in the American index fund, right? They have European. You can invest in the European the, uh, stock market. There's a con country like Zimbabwe or um, Luxembourg. Do these guys have economy or I'm sorry, uh, stock markets? They have like Luxembourg. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have. They have like foreign, they have indexes for foreign markets and they have in there, there's obviously there's giant corporations overseas. It's not just all in America. The American economy makes up about half of all, which is nuts. 50% of the world's economy is in America. I might be totally wrong on that. 50% of stocks, I believe, is America. The other 50% is the world. So you can invest in stocks in Asia, like Samsung, Sony. These are all huge companies that are overseas. Samsung is South Korea. Sony is Japan. There's obviously companies in China. There's million, not a million. There's thousands of other companies that you can invest in and buy index over there. So if you think the American economy is going to take a hit, you can mitigate your risk and also put money into that uh, stock market as well. Index funds. <laughs> it gets really into depth. It gets really in depth. And then it gets, I love index funds just because, you know, boy, you know, if you are investing in subway and then the news about Jared comes out, you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> this is not, <laughs> it was sandwiches. I thought it was innocent. No. Right. And you're like, Oh no, you poisoned it. Jared. And the stock could, could start tanking all because, you know, one guy holds up a, a pair dozen of pants. boys. Yeah, or does that horrible thing. Right. I mean, it's not, there's a lot of risk in one company because it's ran by humans. Well, when you take a bunch of companies ran by humans, some go up, some go down, and your risk is mitigated. So that's the stock market. Okay. So we're going to go uh, number two. Real estate. Now, real estate, again, it's like the stock market. There's a million different ways to invest in real estate, and there's a million different types of real estate out there. The barrier of entry is 
high because you need like a down payment to go into it. The risk is moderate. I would put this as a moderate risk because going back to leverage, this isn't just leveraging people you know, this is now leveraging money. And so the, the most common way people think of leveraging money would be like a mortgage where you'd only put down a portion of the cash, you finance the rest of it, and you get to live in the home and own the home. So you're not poning up the cash. That's called leveraging money. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so real estate. This is where most of people in America begin to generate wealth. Go figure. It's because they're leveraging cash. It's with their property, their home. I, I'm not saying I recommend buying a home. I'm not saying you ever need to own a home ever. I think that's a myth. All I'm saying is that it is an, a very common, people understand the concept of getting a mortgage, leveraging cash to then purchase a home. It may or may not appreciate in value. It depends on, it's really kind of microscopic to essentially the block you live on. Where is it? What city? What are the taxes? What is the job market? What I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but it is a long-term investment. You can start investing in real estate. I am a real estate investor. Truth be told, my wife and I are closing in on a rental property here tomorrow. Ooh, big yeah, news. Yeah, big news. So we'll we'll talk about rental properties coming on coming in here and all that kind of stuff. So borrowing the concept of borrowing people's money to make you money is huge. That is leveraging 101. We'll get into that a lot. There is another way to invest in in real estate as well. There's something called REITs, which stands for real estate investment trusts, which is essentially like almost like a stock, but a slice of a portfolio of real estate. So there would be like a REIT of commercial properties. So this investment trust owns a bunch of different commercial properties all over the United States. You can own a slice of all of those investment trusts when you buy in. That's called a REIT. And some REITs, they pay dividends, which means they pay you money every single month from the rent that they're generating owning these commercial properties. So REITs is another way to generate cash in real estate and investing. Again, pretty low risk because you're not doing any of the work. You're not sitting there going, oh, I got to, I got to, like for our real rental property, I have to go in. I have to go do a walkthrough. I got to meet with a tenant. I got to talk to a property manager. I got to go make repairs. I got to do all this. That's, that's a lot of work. With a REIT, you can just buy a slice. The, the investment trust takes care of it. Obviously, they're getting paid for that, but you also get a piece of that pie. So REITs are pretty cool, kind of high, high uh, hybrid between the stock market and real estate. The next okay, way okay. to, do you have any questions? Am I, I'm trying to move a little fast, but I don't want I mean, to. You're crystal clear. Out. Yeah. No, okay. you're, you're just spanking it just perfectly. Dude, it's like I'm in front of that tiger. So here's what you got. You got, you have the last little piece here. Again, there's a million different pieces, but you can own a piece of a business or you can start a business. This is obviously high risk, super high reward. This is obviously the most amount of work as well. It's not easy starting a business. It takes a lot of a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of effort to make that thing successful. But there is a lot of money in opening a business. That's why people do it. If if you didn't make any money opening a business, there would be no businesses open. There's a reason why everyone's trying to take your cash. It's because 
They've opened a business and they're taking a large percentage of your dollar. Every single one that flies through that door. More so than a REIT, more so than real estate, more so than a stock, more so than I'm telling you, business, owning and operating a business is the easiest way to generate the most amount of revenue. Is it easy though? No, it's not. It's just, that's the quickest way to make the most amount of cash. Uh, and then we have like side hustles. I, I hate that word. I hate that term. I think it's overused and I, I hate the idea of, hey, let's, let's just take on another job. <laughs> that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> You know, no, I don't like that either. Sucks. It sucks. But I understand if you're if you take a second job for the fact of, hey, I'm just using this money strictly to not buy random shit that goes nowhere, but I'm taking the second job to fund my investments. Well, then that's brilliant. And I 100 percent think you're a genius for doing it so if you drive uber or you deliver postmates that's just in, take all that money and you dump it into investments brilliant you can buy and sell website urls you can become a digital assistant where you manage people's emails these are all things people pay for there's even like money lending where you can if you have some money set up people are looking for micro loans and you set the terms for the loan and you loan that money to people Hopefully they pay it back. You've done your due diligence and you've researched whoever it is. You looked at their business model. But if if you got $20,000 sitting aside, maybe if it's even $1,500 and a guy in Uganda wants to open up a beet farm and he's going to 10 different people looking for 1500 bucks and he's going to pay 10% back on it. Well, then maybe Ugandan beets are going to go. You know what I mean? There's all these different businesses out there, different ways to make money. All I'm saying is, if you want to become wealthy, you got to start making money outside of your normal nine to five job. It's a long way Absolutely. to say it. Right. Right. And there are rare probably jobs that, you know, will make you wealthy, but that's like a, a percent of a percent of a percent of jobs. Yeah. I guarantee if there's jobs that make you wealthy, then they have a, it's not, they're not just making a salary. They are getting a certain cut of things part of the business, which means it goes back to what I was saying. They own part of that business. So even if it's, let's think of a CEO from a company, I guarantee they have stock options. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Then they get another yeah. slice of, that's not just their normal salary. Pro yeah. athletes, yes, they're making a ton of cash, but guess what? They're making way more money on endorsements. They're getting a slice of that, that company. Yeah, even like uh, entertainment, like Jerry Seinfeld, you know, made a ton of money just for being an actor. That was his job. But now he's making even more money because of the reruns and royalties he's getting. Precisely. Yes, because he owns I guarantee him or Larry David own certain syndication rights. They own whatever company produced that show. They own a piece of it. And then they that's a business. And then they get a cut of the syndication rights. Exactly. Correct. They make the money because they own a slice of the business. That's how people make cash. So if you think you're going to be rich just by working the nine to five, stop thinking that way. You're being taken for a ride. The world has painted a veil over your eyes and it's not going to happen unless you wise up and you start getting involved in the cash. Now I'm starting to sound like an old man. Unless you wise up, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. And you're late again for curfew.
This is, I'm just practicing yelling at my son here. A couple You're years, killing it. Those damn rabble rousers. Oh. I get on them. What do you think? What did you think about wealth pill number four? Wealth pill four that was the most exciting pill yet, <sighs> and I thought pill one was good. Just to give you some, you know, perspective. My ears no, are red. I'm like sweating over here from like dropping Dude, knowledge I, bombs. Oh. I've listened to podcasts. I've, I've, you know, heard people speak about kind of similar things, and every time it gets you hyped up. You know, it's like that feeling of as soon as I hang up here, I'm gonna go start a business, or I'm gonna start thinking <laughs> of ways to do this. You know. <laughs> and I'm thinking at some point I might actually do it. <laughs> hey, you know what though? In all honesty, this is like a business. You and I doing the show is like a business. This is how I consider it. Has it made any money? No, but we haven't built it to make money yet. Hopefully, eventually it will start making cash. But all things disclosed, Pike and I, we, you know, even if this makes no money, I think this is kind of this is what we do, dude. This is like like you leveraging our talents, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think we're putting that. the work in for it. And Very God, one day, ima- I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, imagine, imagine if it paid off though. Boy. Dude. Boy. That'd be nice. Hey, speaking of paying off, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We are going to be doing a special five on Friday. It could get a little wild, man. I don't know. This one's only for the Patreon Members of the special committee getting in on the Patreon. So make sure you are jumping on there. The Patreon, it starts at a dollar a month and then goes up to $5 a month. But these are the kind of cool special events. Pike is, he already said he's going to be drunk on uh, Friday night. Uh, correct. Yes. All right. Yes. So I haven't, I yep. haven't dabbled in a very long time. So I'm going to be drinking some as well. It should be fun. Definitely jump on there. Nine o'clock. Sign up for the Patreon. Nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific. The Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Should be go. good. And then uh, let me quickly just say this. I've got my last $100 bill from my stimulus check. I'm going to be giving out. All you have to do is jump on Instagram. Here it is right here. The final $100 giveaway. Instagram at Sparks Radio. Get in on it. It's super easy. I'm doing it all through Instagram. Again, my final $100 for my stimulus check. I just paid Gloss. His name's Gordon. I didn't want to blow up his spot. His name's Gordon. He just got 100 bucks. I paid him yesterday. So there you go. This is the final $100 going out the door. All right. <clears throat> We're running out of time. Let's get to the news that matters, shall we? Oh, okay. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Oh, want me to go since I'm sure you're very sleepy? Or Please, I'm sorry, yeah. tired? Yeah, yeah. I'm very sleepy. Um, Okay, so hey, you know you got a poop that comes out of your uh, butt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There is a brewery. Uh, this is up in Maryland, and they want to you. They want you to send them the, your poop, okay? Now, in return, you're going to get a Brand new six pack of their special sour ale. How exciting is that? Free alcohol. What do they want with it? Isn't it obvious? Is that in the beer? <laughs> no, that's my first thought too. I was like, what oh, the f- no. There shouldn't even be shit in a brewery, like anywhere. That should not yeah, be. A no. Thing. Now, it turns out it's for colon cancer awareness. So here's what they're uh. doing with your poop. 
they're gonna you're gonna put in a little sample tube or whatever. They're gonna test you for colon cancer. So you're gonna get a free test. That's amazing. And a free case of yeah, isn't that pretty cool? Uh, now the process of like packaging my own dump isn't very exciting. Yeah. Because how do you go about that? What's the best way to do that? A Ziploc bag. It's got to be Ziploc bag. Just taking a full dump or dumping and then moving some of it. Full in. dump, squat, Ziploc bag. You know, you're bending down next to the toilet. You don't want that bag in the toilet because then it's getting all wet. Gross toilet water. Uh, So you just bend down over it. Zip. Get the double seal. Don't be a cheap ass. You want that thing. Yeah. (laughs) Hermetically sealed. And then then uh, then I guess you can squeeze it out like a pastry bag into that tube. Ooh. Cut the tip. Frosting some cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's brilliant. By the way, I did hear that that colon cancer, how they check your poop, is like stupid accurate. It's like 98% accurate. They're really? saying it might revolutionize the whole colonoscopy. Like you might not even have to get a colonoscopy anymore. Oh, bummer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was counting down the days to my 40th birthday. Can't wait to get that fingy in my ass. That. All right. There you go. Uh, Yeah. That's exciting. That's really cool. Actually, I think that's a great idea. I don't want poop hands touching my beer, but I think that's a you get a free screening and a case of beer. I might do this. Do it. I think we should both do it. It'd be fun to it'd be fun to do. We can, can you drop a get... link on the show notes? Because I want to I want to check this out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's the. Uh, oh wait. Okay. Here it is. Never mind. It's a contest, so not everybody gets. Oh. The I should read the story more. <laughs> no, it says they'll, you send the poop, they'll send you the beer. Then it says you can enter a contest through Sunday at giveacrapchallenge.com. Okay, and if you're one of the 100 people they pick, you'll get a home colorectal cancer screening test and send a small sample of poop inside of that. Okay, so then okay, so they send the test... You send the poop, then they send you the thing, then they take a hundred and they send you the test. Then you got to, so you're sending poop twice. Double poop. Interesting. I would love to check my butt for cancer. My dad had colon cancer. Did I ever tell you that? No. Yeah. My dad. He's obviously doing okay. When was that? It was, it was about probably 12 years ago. Really? He had to get like a foot of his colon taken out. Like a huge swamp. How much of is it is there of that thing? Apparently, you got a lot. Apparently, it's like an accordion. You could just keep stretching that thing out. You're like, I oh, need some more. Just keep pulling like a slinky. You know, you're just ah, it's fine. Keep it going. Yeah, but he had to get a hole. So because he had colon cancer, I have to go get mine. I have to go get. I have to go get a colonoscopy. Like, I think this year. Really? Yeah. No, it's- at least you're getting it checked. At least you know. So it's not going to be surprise. I know. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, you don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. And he felt fine. He went in for his normal, you know, oh. checkup and the whole thing. And they were like, whoa, this isn't good. He had no pain, no signs, nothing. And they all of a sudden, they just, they found it. This giant tumor up his oh, butt. 
I know. Dude, I'm glad glad he made it all right. I know, I know. I was very scary for a while. So go get go get tested. And that's why I was like researching these call in, you know, hey, send in your shit kind of stories or tests. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. There you go. That's awesome. Okay. All right. Well, all right, well I'm, I'm not even going to do a news that matters because I talked fucking ever today. And I appreciate you making it fun, Pike. Thank you. I saw I'm struggling today as I as I started the show with. But thanks for your call, your pillar. Call him whatever the fun. Four pillars, man. It should be awesome. Make sure you're jumping on Patreon.com. Coming up here tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. It is the reverse five on Friday. It's happening. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. There were no five on Friday tomorrow. We're only just doing the Patreon one. So if you want it, get it. Sign up. It should be fun. Pike is going to be there. Greg's going to be there. Maybe a special guest will be there. We're asking you the five questions. You, the committee. Thank you so much for being a committee member. And Pike, follow him on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. He's a great dude. I am on all social media at Sparks Radio. You can jump on there as well. Get yourself a hundred bucks. Giving that away. Thank you so much. And we are out of here. Any last words there, Pikey boy? Hey, now. Throw it over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.